Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jacket fans, happy Saturday. This is a special weekend edition of Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks, because the holidays are around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. Before we get into today's episode, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular listener, I appreciate you. Uh, So today we are going to continue uh, the conversation that we started yesterday with uh, Erica Lindsay Ayala of Locked on Kraken, Rachel Donner of Locked on Flyers, and Anne Kimmel of Locked on Predators, where we talked about uh, hockey culture. Um... Because I accidentally made it relevant again, I think. Uh, so some stuff came out yesterday. There was some talk of uh, the Akeem Alou lawsuit, or not lawsuit, excuse me, the Akeem Alou uh, investigation into the racism that he faced in the NHL. Apparently the investigation is done, but they aren't going to release the findings, so there's that. Uh, And also, apparently, some NHL executives have considered uh, restricting media access, uh, depending on how uh, some hockey media members covered the Blackhawks lawsuit and subsequent investigation. So that's just all-around gross. Um, and that's, so we recorded this last month, uh, late last month. It was relevant then, and it is still relevant now, and it has been relevant for the past, like, six months, I guess, so, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump right into it once again. Trigger warnings for discussion of sexual assault, rape, domestic violence, uh, homophobia, transphobia, misogyny, etc. Just everything gross that you can think of. We are probably discussing how the NHL perpetuated at every single level. So, uh, yeah, I'll just get right into it. Why is it that there seems to be an excitable blip where, again, the... Uh, the focus, let's say, is on the the particular circumstance and the victims and those who have been harmed. Um, and then why do we then seem to just have those conversations and the concern or focus vanish? Yeah, I think there's a history. I think this is how the NHL has dealt with issues like this consistently for a very long time. And because it has happened previously where they have had issues and they have been able to sort of tap dance around them uh, and then they've sort of faded, I think that they don't know or don't care to have a better um, a better method of handling these things moving forward. And I think, like you said, this is not a one-off issue. 
This is not a one-time thing. I think that there are systemic issues in the NHL that have to be addressed and that have to be changed. And it's discouraging to see this momentum kind of fade away as people tend to focus back again to on-ice things because nobody on the ice is going to be protected until you handle and manage the leadership and the situations off ice. Um, and, and like you said, there is something about this NHL kind of, uh, it's a team and we have each other's backs. And that is a, a great experience in sports, but it can also be used to perpetuate behaviors and attitudes that are toxic. And I think that we have seen that time and time again and it's there has to be a point in time. There has to be a, tempi- a tipping point with the NHL, with the fans and leadership where they say, really, enough is enough. And I think what fans in finance is willing to overlook, the NHL is willing to allow. Because in the end, this Chicago Blackhawks, this specific experience is all about winning the cup over following our conscience. It's cup over conscience. And when we allow that to continue, And it has. I mean, this is not, again, this is not a one-time issue. When we allow that to continue and do not hold the NHL and its leadership accountable, this is going to perpetuate. And Mm -hmm. it's difficult because there are voices in in the sport itself who want change as well. But I think the change has to come from the top down or the bottom up. And when you lose the momentum, they're off the hook. Yeah. And I want to get to that point in just a minute. And you bring up such an excellent point where where essentially does the change have to happen? Is it with one particular person? Is it with one particular, um, you know, governing body? You know, because we also, you know, we've talked about Stan Bowman a few times. Let's not forget that he's also a part of or was uh, of USA Hockey. And USA Hockey has a terrible track record, a painfully despicable track record on this particular type of harm. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to get starting to get a little upset here. I've, well, I've been upset. Listen, good reason. It's just like you know, it bubbles over when you really start it, and, and then the next thing you remember, and it, you because you you stay focused on what what we're talking about now, and Kyle Beach and his courage in coming forward, and how important that was. But shouldn't it have been important when he mentioned this the first time? That should have been enough. Why wasn't that enough? So I, I, before I completely go off, I did want to go back to Rachel. You mentioned Jonathan Taves and I, I wanted to pull this up. I didn't have it originally, but, um, and it goes also to Anne, what you were talking about and what we were talking about, about that hockey community. And I've been on the, the, the loving end the, of that, um, but there's also the dark side to it. And the quote, this is coming from um, the Sun-Times, Chicago Sun-Times, regardless of mistakes that they, uh, talking about the, you know, Bowman and, and, and the like, have made um, uh, someone like Stan, who has done so much for the Blackhawks, to lose everything they care about and their livelihood as well, then there's an ellipsis. Uh, I don't understand how that makes it go away to just delete them from existence and say, that's it. We'll never hear from them again. Now I'm going to be honest. There's a piece of that that I agree with. However, it's also extremely dismissive 
of what people who do decide to step forward and for those who continue to keep pressure on those to uh, to reveal their process, it is. Com- I find that statement completely dismissive of the cost for those who who are trying to fight hockey culture. I find that completely dismissive. What I will say is, and the fear that I have, the biggest fear that I have, is that okay, we put a few X's through Aldridge's name on the Stanley Cup. We tossed over a $2 million fine, which we've seen bigger fines in the league. Um, We provide services this one time. And yeah, oh, by the way, we're saying that we have a hotline and we're saying that the communication is open and we're saying that the only reason that the hotline and the communication, the open communication that we had before uh, didn't work that time is because, oh, it was 10 years ago. What the heck has changed? Coming up in a minute, I've got some more of my conversation with uh, Erica, Anne, and Rachel. But first, I want to tell you about Omaha Steaks. Because the holidays are around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. If you go to omahasteaks.com, enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When when you use code NHL, you will also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. Once again, that is omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL. I've also got to tell you about Boost Mobile. You listen to podcasts for power of knowledge. Switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone, so you can listen to all of the latest episodes of Locked on Blue Jackets. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, so your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks, so you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, how powerful will you become? Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Free phone limited to new customers, one per line, additional restrictions apply, offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See boostmobile.com for details. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jackets. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And if this is your first time listening or you are a regular listener, uh, welcome. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. I appreciate you. What has changed? So, yeah, you know what? Quote, unquote, erasing or um, removing these people, do I have faith that this is going to prevent something else from happening? I have to be honest. The answer is no. No. So it's not just enough. Yeah, I do want to, I agree with you absolutely on that point that I don't think as a general rule, it's enough and that it will do anything in terms of dealing with some of these systemic issues that we're talking about, whether it's like racism or misogyny or things like that, that are greater societal issues that are magnified by the insular nature of 
the toxic hockey culture. I do want to give that hotline a little bit of credit because some people within the Anaheim Ducks organization did use it to report, you know, an abusive situation in their management uh, related to Bob Murray, who was the GM of the team. And as a result of those reports, he was put on administrative leave and then later resigned to go into a, like a 30 day program. So I do want to give the mechanism a little bit of credit here. And it could be that the Anaheim Ducks just wanted to get ahead of things. And, you know, given the nature of, you know, the temperature of the hockey world right now, it was in their best interest to do so. But it turned out to have a good result for the people that work for that company. So I do want to give them a little bit of credit there. That being said, I just don't see it translating to these greater societal issues. Uh, where there's just so much pushback from this league and and a desire to protect their own and have this continuous circle of, we joke about 200 hockey men, but it's based on reality that there's this group of people that get, you know, promoted. It's like out of a need to get them out of the role that they're in. You know, there's a lot of failing up. There's a lot of failing sideways. And and that's the nature of sports because, you know, you can only work so long as a coach or a GM in a particular environment before your effectiveness uh, depreciates. So I get it to some degree, but at the same time, it's also protecting people who are not good and should not be in charge of mentoring young athletes. Yeah. yeah and I mean, you, oh, go ahead. Sorry, you go ahead, Erica. Thanks. I was just going to say, I do appreciate you bringing up the hotline in respect to the Anaheim Ducks and even other places. We have heard reports that players are feeling empowered. I will be honest, my bias is coming from there being similar mechanisms after what Akeem Aliou reported and went through. And um, But I, I do honor that and I appreciate you bringing that up. But Jay, I actually was going to ping you in here because uh, <laughs> Rachel on some other things that you have mentioned already and dropped some names already. Like there, unfortunately, um, and I know you say this a lot, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to remix it here, but like, is, is there any organization that is quote unquote safe or that should not be using a fine tooth comb in light of what we see happening in Chicago right now. And again, um, to what Rachel brought up in Anaheim. And so, you know, where, where do we even go? Like it, it, how do we get to a point where we're not just being reactive to a hotline? What needs to happen throughout the league and including the front office so that the culture starts to shift? Yeah, I think just to kind of finish, um, finish Rachel's thought like the, the the biggest thing that comes to mind for me is Mike Babcock who was fired uh for the 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 Leafs not achieving uh what the the roster could achieve I think he was he was fired because the team was not performing as well as they could it subsequently came out that he had been um bullying I guess is is probably the the best word for it there was an instance where he uh you know I don't know if this is 100% confirmed or not he dragged uh, Mitch Marner into his office made him rank the players in order of like who was trying the best and who wasn't trying and then used that to uh he basically said oh well 
Mitch says that you're not trying hard enough, you know, this really kind of manipulative um, behavior. It came out that, um, oh, who was it? Was it? I think it was Franz Nielsen came out and said, yeah, he's he's exactly the same as he was 10 years ago. You know, he hasn't changed. Uh, subsequently, you know, he uh, has not coached in the NHL since. He was on TV briefly with uh, Sportsnet, I think. Uh, and he is now coaching college hockey in Canada. Because if there, I know if, you know, there's someone that I want in charge of a bunch of impressionable teenagers and young adults, it's, it's Mike Babcock. And then just recently there was a, uh, you know, a piece in, in the, the mainstream media that talked about how he's changed and he's better and he should get a second chance in the NHL. And, you know, even within that article, he was like, I still don't think I did anything wrong, but if I did, I'll apologize. And I'm like, okay, well, A, not an apology, B, fantastic way of showing that you have learned exactly zero from this whole situation, you know? Like, and that's kind of, that's, that's, that is how hockey culture works. It is, you do something wrong, you disappear for a couple of years, you come back and everyone's like, wow, he's so different, you know? Um, In a minute, I've got some more of my conversation with Erica, Anne, and Rachel, but first I've got to tell you about Bet Online because they've got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues their march to the playoffs, the NHL season continues their march to the playoffs, but online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON or one word to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word L O C K E D O N at betonline.ag. Bet online where the game starts. But then you look at like and this is just sexual abuse and assault. If we just look at this one problem, you don't even look at, you know, the misogyny, the homophobia, the racism. 20 years ago, Sheldon Kennedy went through the exact same thing, and it is still happening today. You look at, um, even within USA Hockey, the guy that they had to replace, Stan Bowman, uh, the uh, GM of the Minnesota Wild, Bill Guerin, was was under investigation for cover-up of a different sexual assault case, um, which it has since come out that um, it was just for a little bit, a little bit of, of context for the listeners who might not um, want to be as familiar with this case. Uh, it was with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins in 2018, I believe. Uh, a the head coach at the time, Clark Donatelli, uh, assaulted his assistant coach's wife. And then when the assistant coach brought this to uh, Bill Guerin, who was the assistant GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins at the time, I believe, um, he basically was like, okay, well, don't say anything. We'll just get rid of him, but don't tell anyone. And, you know, uh, years later, that's that's kind of come out. And uh, the assistant coach, Jared Scaldi, has, and his wife have, filed a lawsuit, uh, which was settled, I believe, by the Penguins. They basically accused 
uh, Garen, Lemieux, uh, Ron Burkle of covering this up and they were suing. And then uh, as recently as a couple of days ago, I think it was announced that uh, Clark Donatelli has been uh, indicted on four counts of sexual sexual assault. You know, and that, that is just within the past six months, these cases have all come out. Then you look at, you know, Bob Murray, you look at Akeem Aliouk, you look at, you know, um, like I could go on and on. I was talking to a friend about this the other day and like, um, and I think I've, I've said this before in kind of our conversations, it's, there's a, there's a, a, an urge in sports to be like, well, my team would never do that. There's an urge, especially with this Blackhawks case, to be like, well, of course it's the Blackhawks. Look at the logo. Look at how they handled Patrick Kane in 2015. There's, I understand this urge to be like, well, obviously the Blackhawks mishandled this, but my team would never. And then you look at, you know, Bill Guerin, Mike Babcock, uh, Bill Peters, Joel Quenville, Kevin Sheveldayoff, Bob Murray. That's what, seven NHL teams now? And like, it's not like your team would, your team will, your team probably has. This is not a Chicago Blackhawks problem. This is a problem with the sport. The sport is set up. And again, this is kind of going back to what Anne said earlier. This sport, this culture is designed to keep the status quo in place. It is designed to, oh, well, if you if you speak out, if you say anything, if you criticize, you're a bad teammate. Kyle Beach never played in the NHL. He was labeled, he had attitude issues. He was bad in the locker room. He didn't have what it took. How much of that is a direct result of what he went through in 2010? You know, and I know I, I have kind of talked around the, the question that you asked here, Erica, but like what what needs to what needs to change is everything. You know, we talk about it in, in the in the greater kind of like the society, we talk about, you know, uh, police reform. And we talk about how do you reform something that is so completely rotten from the top to the bottom. And I I don't know. And it's the same question. How do you fix the NHL when the NHL's built from top to bottom to perpetuate and to uh, silence this kind of abuse? And again, that's not even going into racism, homophobia, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Yeah, I'm actually really glad you said that, Jay, because I was... um attended an event for the 1619 project, which critical race theory, cover your ears. It's a podcast for another day. Um, Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Um, Anyway. So in that conversation, um, Nicole Hannah Jones, who is the, she is one of the authors and kind of curated a lot of the uh, 1619 project was just dealing with slavery in particularly, um, of Af- descendants of African Amer- or of Africans that were brought to the United States through the system of slavery. And what she said, which I think is exactly, Jay, what you just said, is um, you know, that essentially white Americans have to decide that they want a different future. And so the NHL has to decide that it wants a different future. And that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, tomorrow we are going to finish off this 
conversation. Um, and then on Monday, we will get back into discussing the Blue Jackets. Uh, we'll talk about the loss to the Ducks. We'll talk about uh, tonight's game against the Seattle Kraken. Hopefully, we'll have some good news. We'll hopefully, we'll have some good things to talk about. Uh, but until then, I have been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jacket. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Enjoy the game tonight. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.